0: Hello everybody, thank you for joining Jewish Stories and more. We have a very short story today, at least that's the plan, but it's a very, very important story. Very simple, but I think very important. I believe this story took place in Uganda, which is a country in Africa, and uh, there is a shleach there, and he... Um, does, and his wife, um, and their children, they are involved in shlichus, they have a shul, they have some yidn that are businessmen there, or businesswomen, or work with the government, or whatever, and there's whatever, there are Jews, there are Jews everywhere. And they do their shlichus, they've been there for some years, if I remember correctly the name of the country, and uh, the shlichus tells a story, tells a story that he once got a call from one of his mukuravim, somebody that he was bringing close to Yiddishkeit. And and this person, we'll call him Avi, said, Rabbi, I got to tell you a story that happened to me. So the rabbi said, yeah, Avi, go ahead. What's the story? He said, well, I'm doing like you. What? What do you mean you're doing like me? He said, yeah. I went to a certain place to visit and I had some friends there. And um, I said to my friend, let's go to the Chabad house. And uh, my friend said, ah, i hardly ever go to the Chabad house. He said, come on. So I said, come on, let's go. Okay. He said, fine. So he went to the Chabad house with me. And we went there. It was a Shabbos or whatever. We had a nice time. Or maybe we dove not I don't remember the story exactly. But we went to the Chabad house for something. Okay, and then I left. I went to my trip or wherever I was going. And he called me a few days later and he said, hey, Avi, guess what? I went to the Chabad house every day for a month after you brought me there. You convinced me to go. I then went myself every single day for a month. So you see, Rabbi, Avi said to the Shuliach, you see, I'm doing like you now. I got my friend to go to the Chabadahs once, and then he started going every single day. So you see, I'm doing like you, Rabbi. I'm bringing people close to Yiddishkeit. Okay, now that's the story. It seems like almost a silly story, but it's not silly at all, because this is really the whole idea. That, as the Rebbe puts it, if, you know Aleph, teach somebody Aleph. If you know Beis, teach somebody Beis. Each of us has to be a makabel and a Mishpia. Each of us has to be learning Torah and Mitzvahs and good Midos and so forth, good character traits, goodness and kindness from somebody or some people. And we also have to be teaching other people People who know more than us, we have to learn from them. People who know less than us, we have to teach them. And in this way, the light will spread over the whole world. So even though there's a terrible war going now in Israel, but really, it's light against darkness. And when we do mitzvahs and we learn and we teach other people about learning and doing mitzvahs, we make light. And this light... Will spread around the entire world. I just want to end off with telling you about a request that somebody had. Somebody that I know, or I know of them, they sent me an email and they said, Rabbi, we are doing a big project here of having an, a statue or a display of an empty. Shabbos table. It's going to be in the downtown section of this big city. And we want all the Jewish organizations to be sponsors. Do you want to be a sponsor of this display? It will show that since so many Jews have been killed in the war, therefore the Shabbos tables are now empty. Some Shabbos tables are empty. So I said, no, I don't want to be sponsoring such an event. Of course not. Because this is just showing that we are like victims. Oh, we are saying to the world, cry for us. We are victims. We have been destroyed. No, don't show empty Shabbos tables, I said. Instead of that, invite extra people to your house for Shabbos, and then you'll have a full Shabbos table. Yes, the best way to remember the people who have unfortunately been killed and and injured, and all that, is is not to cry over the fact that they're not there, although that's very sad. The main thing is to have more people at the Shabbos tables. In other words, make more light. Our enemy is trying to make our world dark, so we can defeat them by making our world light. And it's very similar to what happened one time that some Jewish leaders came to the Rebbe and he, they said to him, rabbi, we'd like you to help us make a custom to spread over the entire world that at every Pesach Seder there should be an empty chair to remember the victims of the Holocaust. The Rebbe said, no, don't have an empty chair at your Pesach table. Have an extra full chair. That is to say that you have an extra chair and you bring another guest to sit in that chair. So you have more people at your seder than usual. And this is a real living memorial to the victims of the Holocaust to show them that we're not giving up. We're not um, stopping our efforts to spread Yiddishkeit and strengthen Yiddishkeit. But in memory of them, we're having additional people at our at our. Pesach table. The same thing now. This idea of having displays of empty Shabbos tables is opposite of what we want to do. We want to have full Shabbos tables. Yes, it's very sad, of course. It's terrible and horrific that people were killed. But the way to remember their neshama is not to show empty Shabbos tables, but to make full Shabbos tables, to bring extra guests, people that don't usually come to Shabbos, or they never come to Shabbos, or only once in a while they come to Shabbos, to bring all those people to the Shabbos tables, to fill up the Shabbos tables, overflow the Shabbos tables, and this overflows the world with goodness and light, and this will certainly defeat the enemies, or even better than that, to transform them from light into darkness, uh, from darkness into light, excuse me, to transform our enemies into friends. Not to fool ourselves, but to transform them from evil people into good people with Hashem's help. If they don't get transformed, of course we have to stop them from hurting us and whatever that takes, if it takes killing them, it takes killing them. But the idea that the Torah tells us is to protect herself from somebody who's trying to hurt us only as a last resort if we have to kill them, do we kill them. But in our situation where our enemies are obviously, clearly trying to kill us, then of course the army has to do what it's doing, which is to wipe out our enemies so they cannot hurt us. In any case, the main thing is to make more light Bring more people to your Shabbos table, more people to learn Torah with, more people to do Mitzvahs with, and this way certainly we will defeat our enemies and we will certainly bring Mashiach and so much quicker. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and more.